Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. We didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. You sure about that? In Afghanistan, you see American military equipment everywhere, from weapons to Humvees to aircraft, all left behind. We're talking about billions of dollars worth of equipment. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Breaking news from Colorado, where the state Supreme Court has just disqualified former President Donald Trump, finding that Mr. Trump engaged in insurrection for his role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. I know it will be counterintuitive to a lot of people, but... I hope it just goes to prove you. I don't hate him. I'll let you in on a little secret. I've been very much looking forward to this moment. Very, very much. I just think what he's done is horribly wrong. Why are you the way that you are? You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. So Lester Holt says uh, President Trump engaged in insurrection. Hey, excuse me, has he has he been convicted? Has he even been indicted, Lester? Whatever happened to the word allegedly, or according to the indictment? But according to the, there is no indictment, let alone a trial, let alone evidence. Whatever happened to due process? 844-500-4242. This is, uh, this is ridiculous. We're going to keep talking about this uh, throughout the uh, throughout much of the day anyway. We'll veer off every now and then, but this is the, the big story of the day, even though it's, it's probably a, uh, a, a big nothing. As they, they give away the game on page nine, they're, again, there's seven of them, all appointed by Democrat governors. The, the four of the seven who voted for this one of them is the first gay Latina. Oh, wow. She's kind of, think of her as the Sotomayor of the Colorado Supreme Court. One of them is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He went to Yale Law School. So he, he must be smart. He went, he's from Brooklyn. Another one was accused of sexual harassment of a female uh, clerk or, or aide. He's, so he's got, the, he's got the Bill Clinton credentials, right? Oh, these guys are these these are the great legal minds of uh, of Colorado. This, wasn't Colorado the first state to legalize weed? They're a little bit ahead of the rest of the nation in terms of uh, of running downhill. Remember, they they've they've had a lot more fatalities on the road, a lot more homeless people since they uh, legalized cannabis sativa. But maybe maybe they, these are these are unrelated facts. This this decision. And uh, and the legalization of weed. I, I again, I find the most interesting quote in the this the decision goes on and on and on. Carlos Samor, S A M O U R. He's one of the dissenting justices. One of the three dissenting justices. Again, a Democrat, obviously, because he was appointed by a Democrat. The court received and considered a partial congressional report, the admissibility, the admissibility of which is not beyond reproach. 
meaning the January 6th committee, and saying the admissibility of which is not beyond reproach, that's putting it very judiciously, shall we say, diplomatically. They had a lot of problems with that report with, you know, again, due process, rules of evidence, hearsay, uh, no, uh, no opposing counsel, not calling exculpatory witnesses or presenting exculpatory evidence. Other than that, it was really a brilliant, brilliant uh, prosecution, excuse me, persecution. But this is, what the ju- this is what the justice said. I have been involved in the justice system for 33 years now, and what took place here doesn't resemble anything I've seen in a courtroom. Doesn't resemble anything I've seen in a courtroom. Does it resemble anything you've seen on TV? Judge some more. 844-500-4242. And then, of course, it's all kind of a, a moot point when you get right down to it because on page 9 they have this, uh, this paragraph. If review is sought in the Supreme Court, which obviously it's going to be, before the stay expires on January 4th, 2024, meaning, they, meaning you can't take him off the ballot uh, until January 4th, which, you know, that's not, it's like two weeks now, right? A little over two weeks. Then the stay shall remain in place and the secretary shall continue to be required to include President Trump's name on the 2024 presidential ballot until the receipt of any order or mandate from the Supreme Court. So the way I read that is that uh, if, the, if the Supreme Court just says, you know what, we don't want to deal with this, so we're just going to put it on the docket to be considered way down the road, it takes a long time for these, these cases to uh, win their way up to the Supreme Court. Look at the uh, Harvard and UNC uh, racist admissions policy case. That took, that took three, four, five years to get to the Supreme Court. So they don't, the Supreme Court, if they, just, uh, if they just put it on the docket, they can forget about it. The problem is that all these other, uh, all, all these other Stalinist states, like California, is, is now saying they want to get them off the ballot. Maine is trying to get them off the ballot. They're, uh, they're trolling for, uh, for Republicans to, to get involved in a class action suit to get them off the ballot in Massachusetts. And this emboldens them. It's, it's like election night 2020, you know. Uh, first, Arizona says they're going to stop the vote counting. Then the other states, it's like a domino effect. So they, they have to get, the Supreme Court, I think, has to get in, involved in this. 844-500-4242-508, the uh, 200 FBI plants assured uh, lest <laughs> there was an insurrect. Yeah, you know, that's, that's another thing. They, they, they didn't, uh, you, you know, uh, Justice uh, Simor didn't get into this, but, uh, you know, they, there were all these witnesses who could have testified that, uh, that there apparently were FBI agents in the crowd. You've had this guy, uh, this uh, congressman from Louisiana, Clay Higgins, has been talking more and more about this. And you had the guy that was interviewed by Tucker Carlson, the former uh, chief of the Capitol Police, who said there were all kinds of uh, uh, federal assets in the, uh, in the crowd. And remember uh, Christopher Wray, the corrupt uh, FBI boss? He was at, he's been asked directly at various uh, congressional committees, uh, House and Senate both, I believe, about uh, how many FBI assets were in the uh, crowd. 
And he always says, we, you know, sources and methods. We can't discuss this. These are, these are ongoing investigations. They're still arresting people all around the country for January 6th. They, did they, have they arrested anybody of the, uh, the Antifa and BLM people who, uh, who, who tried to burn down the, uh, the, pre, the Church of the Presidents, I think it's called, across the street from the White House, St. John's Episcopal Church? Remember that? Trump was having a press conference. He was just, you know, on on live TV talking. And all of a sudden, the Secret Service come in and they take him out. And it was because this mob was approaching the the White House. They wanted to get him to a secure area. No arrests, though, I don't think. Certainly, certainly no one's been held held, uh, without uh, bail since, uh, since it happened in 2020. But we live we live in this uh, dual system of justice, and it's it's really uh, it's it's disconcerting. Even though this probably isn't going to isn't going to knock Trump off the ballot, the very fact that they're trying to do this that it is unprecedented that the, to even try to do something like this because you know once upon a time people understood that uh, you know you, there's there's certain places. You don't want to go. You don't want to open Pandora's box, as they say. You know. Don't don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to. So what happens if we try to start knocking people, presidential candidates of the opposing party, off the ballot, especially when they're ahead in all the polls? What happens if we do that? Do do we create a an unprecedented situation that that might lead to uh, that might have bad consequences. The, the, do, all those, do all those wonderful people from Brooklyn and the first gay Latina or the guy who touches everything, has been accused of touching everything but the third rail in his, uh, in his chambers, do, do they ever consider that? Do they ever consider what, what, uh, what forces they're, they're unleashing? What, reaping the whirlwind, as uh, Chuck Schumer said uh, when he threatened the justices of the Supreme Court? Will he be in front of the Supreme Court uh, pointing his finger and threatening uh, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and uh, Amy, Amy uh, Coney Barry, Barrett, excuse me? 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're gonna take a lot of calls uh, this, this hour and uh, we're also going to, uh, we're gonna play a lot of sound cuts. We've got a lot of sound to play, Good, some good sound cuts. 844-500-4242. I love all the Eden Pure heaters and the staff here at Newsmax does too. Often they come in to borrow one of mine because it can get very chilly in these offices. I've made a lot of friends with my Eden Pure heaters and now Eden Pure is extending their offer of $50 off the Gen 40 heater for another week. You can pick up this stylish heater with one hand. It looks nice on your desk, end table, or even on a bookshelf. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During this Brandon era, we all need to save money. The Gen 40 heater will do just that. The Gen 40 heater features dual hybrid technology that will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly. This heater has no blades and is completely safe around kids and pets, which is good news for Roscoe. Save $50 this week only with, Gen, with code HOWIE50. Go to 
EdenPureDeals.com and use code Howie50 for the Gen 40 heater. This savings is off the already low sale price. Shipping is free. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Fun fact. Charles Dickens modeled Ebenezer Scrooge after Howie. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, clutching, covetous old sinner. All right, so I'm lying. Howie's not quite that old. Merry Christmas from Howie Carr. Merry Christmas from me to you. My name is Father Kwanzaa. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. New customers can save $10 and get free shipping at balance7.com with code Howie. Balance7.com, code Howie. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is... After yesterday's 4-3 decision by the Colorado Supreme Court, are you more or less committed to voting for Donald Trump next year? More committed. I think like the vast, vast majority of people. 96% are more committed. Every time they do this to him, his poll numbers go up. I wonder how much money he's raised today after this. I think part of this, too, this whole lawfare thing is to uh, bleed him dry. Bleed it. You know, he's, it, it caught, you got to fight this in every state, and they're trying to do this in every state where they think they even have a, uh, a prayer of trying to get him off the ballot. But it hasn't succeeded in many states. I don't think this is going to succeed ultimately. But, it's, but they have unlimited money. They, they have the, the George Soros's at all or it will provide them with the whatever they need in terms of funds for lawfare. All right, let's uh, let's play a cut before we go back to the phone lines. I know everybody wants to talk about this. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, the former Harvard uh, law professor, uh, he's, a, uh, he's a Democrat. He's a liberal Democrat, but he's been canceled because he's, he supports equal rights for all, even Donald J. Trump. So he doesn't get invited to the posh cocktail parties on Martha's Vineyard anymore during the summer. But I don't think he's that sad about it. Cut for Alan Dershowitz. In the 60 years I've been practicing and teaching law, I've never seen a decision that is so anti-democratic and so unconstitutional. It is absurd. Uh, the idea that the 14th Amendment was supposed to substitute for the impeachment provision carefully drafted by the framers um, is wrong. Um, if you want to impeach a president, if you want to make him not run, be able to run in the future, there's a provision. It requires a two-thirds vote of the Senate. But the idea that the framers of the 14th Amendment intended to circumvent that carefully drawn provision and, and simply allow any state to make up uh, grounds for denying him the right to be on the ballot uh, undercuts uh, democracy. The 14th Amendment itself is very clear. It says in Section 5, the Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. The Congress, that's the United States Congress. There's no provision in the 14th Amendment for any state or certainly any state court to interfere 
with the right to vote by its citizens. Yeah, the the Congress, as has been mentioned repeatedly today by uh, by commentators, legal experts, has never addressed the issue of Section Five. Never addressed it. So it's it's unclear what what any of this means. But it it, it doesn't be the Supreme Court in Colorado doesn't have the right to do this. And it, as somebody pointed out, if you asked. If you asked a hundred legal experts, how do you get rid of a president of the United States through the congressional process? They would they would all have the same answer. You know, the the House sits as basically the grand jury and impeaches. Then this if, if votes by a simple majority. Then the Senate has to vote to remove him by a two thirds majority. Everybody would agree on that. It's it's crystal clear. There 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 is no precedent for any of this they're just they're just making it up and then at the and then at the very end they say that uh, you know again if if uh, if it's appealed and it's uh, and, and it continues after January 4th and his name remains on the ballot so what does all this mean other than just that uh, you know they're getting they're gonna get the they're gonna get a round of drinks bought for them the next time they go to the uh, to the beautiful people bar in uh, in Aspen or uh, or, or wherever Vale you know, wherever the beautiful people congregate uh, to be rich together and talk about their trust funds and how much they hate Donald Trump and the mean MAGA Republicans. 844-500-4242. Rick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, Howie. Hey, how are you doing? I, uh, I moved to Colorado in 82 to go to college, and at the time there was a little over 900,000 people in the state. And when I moved away to Maui in uh, 97, the population was 4.2 million. With the largest flux of that coming in the mid-90s, the uh, DMV was reporting about 30,000 people per month for issuing uh, licenses from people from California. Uh, they were mm. coming in to buy up the real estate and just kind of went right. downhill from there. Yeah. You know, it started in the, in the resort towns initially because Californians well, they can get some cheap deals, and then it kind of spread to, you know, the front range and everywhere. Yeah, no, I remember spending a couple of weeks in Boulder in the 1970s, just visiting a friend of mine who moved out from uh, North Carolina to, to Colorado. I, I, liked, uh, I liked the place. It was nice. And it, and it was a college town, but still, I mean, it, it, it was more like, the, it was more like the, uh, the West, you know, like, uh, like the old days, cowboy-type guys, and you go up into the mountains, and it was, it was fun. But yeah, you're, you're right. It's totally changed now, hasn't it, Rick? Yeah, it was. It happened in the mid '90s, is what I saw, because I was living there in Summit County, and you know, like I said, they were reporting about thirty thousand people a month, with, you know, transferring their licenses from California to Colorado, and, and then the price of real estate just went up and up and yeah. up in the resort towns, and then it spread down to the Front Range. Yeah. You know, and then it was kind of game over because it is. It's a great place to live. You know, the the Eastern Slope is really nice. It's dry there most of the year. The climate's nice. You can drive up and go skiing. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. place. You know. Yeah, the 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 Rockies are they, oh, it's just it's just so beautiful, and you see the, those mountain goats. I, I mean, it's just it was a nice place, but it's 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 been it's like so many areas where the uh, the the blue people the people from the blue states ruin their original homes and they move to the red states, and they they ruin they ruin or they're trying to ruin. The, the red states. Why Why did you leave the blue states? Why are you trying to recreate the same chaos that you that ruined your original homes? I'm Howie Carr.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. This is Howie Carr. It's not too late to order my book, Paperboy. Read all about it. My memoirs about my life and times in the, in the media. Got a blurb from Tucker Carlson there on the, uh, on the front cover. Donald Trump's got a copy of the book. I don't know if he's read it. Gave him, I gave him one at Mar-a-Lago. But anyway, it's a great read. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Or you can order it at Amazon. Not too late to get it at Amazon either before Christmas. I don't know if it'll probably could still make it to, to your, your door before Christmas. Go to Amazon.com or, or HowieCarshow.com. Let's play a couple more cuts before we go back to the phone lines here. Uh, this is, Jonathan Turley is. These guys are good on this stuff, and they're they're. I, I know I know they're they're lawyers in the TV sense. You know they're on all the time on the shows, but I I, I think sometimes I I haven't heard anyone really. I haven't heard any serious people defending it. Even even people like Chris Christie and and Morning Joe, are you know the kind of backing off you know this this has a real banana republic ring to it you know i mean this is like the you know you read uh so and so uh they lost the election in pakistan and now he gets thrown in jail you know so and so lost the election in egypt now he's in now he's in jail in cairo or alexandria i mean or this is the way they operate in the third world and the Democrats have no problem with this. They, the Democrats used to belong to organizations like the American Civil Liberties Union. They, they believed in due process, equal rights for all. They supported the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, the right to confront your accuser in a court of law. They supported the Fourth Amendment against the illegal search and seizure, meaning which would include warrantless wiretaps. They're, they're all in on that now. They, they used to be suspicious of the FBI, the CIA, the deep state. No longer. No longer. They, they, uh, they celebrate, you know, going after uh, parents who, who uh, complain at school board meetings. They celebrate trying to infiltrate those evil traditional Catholic parishes where they have Latin masses. They, they don't like people who disagree with them. The First Amendment, as long, you have freedom of speech as long as you agree with the Democrats. If you don't agree with the Democrats, forget about it. Here's Jonathan Turley last night talking about uh, the decision by the uh, Colorado Supreme Court. Cut one. Well, this court just handed partisans on both sides uh, the ultimate tool to try to uh, shortcut elections. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, this country is a powder keg, and this court is just throwing matches at it. And I think that uh, it's a real mistake, but I think that they're wrong on the law. You know, January 6th was many things, most of it not good. In my view, it was not an insurrection. It was a riot. That doesn't mean that the people responsible for that day shouldn't be held accountable. Uh, but to call this an insurrection for the purposes of disqualification uh, would create a slippery slope for every state in the union. How about Texas? Texas is inundated with illegal aliens. It's an invasion. 
swarms, hordes of foreign criminals crossing the border. And could they throw Brandon off the ballot? Could they say, you know what? This is an insurrection. This is an invasion. He is he is derelict in his duty. He took part of the part of the Fourteenth Amendment is if you've taken an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution. He took an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution and faithfully enforce the laws of the United States. Is he faithfully enforcing the immigration laws of the United States of America? I don't think so. Could, could Texas strike him off the ballot? I think he's. I, I think the the uh, the invasion of this country by uh, ten million foreign freeloaders is a lot more dangerous to the country than the so-called insurrection of January sixth. A lot more people are dead in the invasion, including the invader, including many of the invaders who've died in the deserts or been killed by the coyotes or drowned or been killed in car chases. Not to mention all the American citizens that have been uh, have been killed, and 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 yet, why couldn't you why couldn't you say that he's he's guilty of an insurrection? I mean, again, well, he hasn't he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been charged, Howie, let alone tried, let alone convicted. Well, neither is Trump. Jack Smith, the demented maniac, as as President Trump calls him, he hasn't indicted Trump for insurrection, has he? I don't believe he has. Check it out. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242. This is a guy named Eli Honig. And they got one of these, uh, one of the, the comrades, one of the Democrat operatives with press passes on uh, CNN saying this is a good thing. Trump, Trump's going down, man. This is good stuff. And uh, Eli Honig responds thusly, cut 13. Due process is not a loophole. Due process is in Section 1 of the 14th Amendment. By the way, when Donald Trump lost dozens of his election suits in 2020, what did Donald Trump's people say? Oh, those are technicalities. Those are loopholes. Those matter. Due process matters. We can't just throw it out. Due process matters. You know, hearsay matters, too. You can't use hearsay as evidence, but the January 6th committee used hearsay against Donald Trump. You you have you have the right to uh, to to uh, have counsel in a in a proceeding. D- Donald Trump, the Republicans, the January sixth quote unquote uh, insurrectionists had no counsel in this January sixth committee. That's one reason why the one of the dissenting justices said that uh, that the the evidence that they considered from the January sixth committee was. Uh, what did he, he put it? I haven't got it right in front of me how he put it here. Eight four four five hundred. The admissibility of which is not beyond reproach. That's putting it mildly. Connie, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Connie. Hey, um, has anybody checked the paperwork in the phone um, log for Nancy Pelosi? She was in charge of all of this. Right. Not Trump. And Muriel Bowser, the mayor. Yeah. And and it didn't you know, wouldn't it have been good for the January sixth committee to have to have called Nancy Pelosi and say, Were you offered uh, National Guard or regular army troops by uh, President Trump? Because she was. We know that, right? 
the film from the from the insurrection because I watched it on TV. She threatened Trump by beating him or punching him or something like that. Mm. And she was on the phone the whole time. Right, Muriel Bowser, the mayor, the has the has time. said publicly she, she didn't. The cops or she didn't the, want him either. And and Clay Higgins, the uh, congressman from uh, Louisiana, has said that they uh, th- that they know that there were federal agents in the crowd. And and Christopher Ray, we keep repeating this over and over again, but but a lot of people, low info, no info, Democrat voters don't know this. Christopher Ray has been asked repeatedly by members of Congress, all Republicans, of course, how many federal operatives were in the crowd and he always says I can't I can't speak to that and they always says there were no FBI agents but you know they, how many how many uh, federal police agencies of one form or another do they have plenty plenty he's he's uh, Trump's Trump's worst pick worse even worse than uh, than than uh, William Barr as Attorney General. Christopher Ray, a snake in the grass. Thank you, Chris Christie, for recommending him. Just because he got Chris Christie off on uh, Bridgegate, you know, when Chris Christie shut down the George Washington Bridge to punish the uh, the political opponent, the mayor, the Democrat mayor of Fort Lee, New Jersey. People forget these things. People got their lives to lead. They, they, I don't, I don't blame them for not remembering this stuff, but. There, there, there are just so many bad actors in play, and they're all against Donald Trump. You could, you could judge a man by his enemies, and uh, Donald, Donald Trump has all the right enemies, I would say, whatever else you think about him. Thanks for the call, Connie. 844-500-4242. Margaret, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Margaret. Hi, Howie. Merry Christmas to you and Grace. Merry Christmas to you too, Margaret. Thank you. Now... That lady out there in Colorado when said they want to take him off the ballot, so people said, well, we're going to write his name in. And did you hear what she said? Oh, I'm not going to count those. What is that's she going to do, look at every ballot? That's the, that's the way it is with, with write-in write ballots. You know, and again, I, I mentioned this in the, in the first hour of the show today, that, uh, you know, I, I've seen a couple of races, local races in Massachusetts that have been won by people with write-in ballots, but it's, it's a very rare occurrence. And most of the time, they just, they don't even count the votes, you know? People say sometimes they, they don't want to vote in the state election or they just say, I, I wrote your name. And I say, don't, don't bother. Don't bother. Just either blank it or, or uh, you know, pick the lesser of two evils, which I would suggest pick the lesser of two evils. But, he, you know, they, I guess the Colorado GOP says they're going to cancel the uh, primaries and just have go back to caucuses. And that's the that's the best way to handle this. But I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna be struck from the I, I read the way I read that decision, if the Supreme Court uh, just puts it on the docket, they're not going to to strike his name from the ballot. This is just a this is just a, a uh, this is a merry although none of the people that they're going that they're gonna that are happy, none of them celebrate Christmas, that's for sure. They maybe celebrate the winter solstice holiday that's coming up. What, tomorrow? Tomorrow's the winter solstice. But uh, they're going to celebrate. They're going to happy winter solstice to all you uh, godless Democrats out there. This is your, this is your present from uh, from your fellow uh, 
your fellow moon bats on the uh, from the Poison Ivy League on the Colorado Supreme Court. 844-500-4242. Greg, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Howie. I yes. listen to your show. Thank, Thank you, you for the opportunity to talk to you. I think uh, it's pretty easy how we can get that Colorado decision reversed, brother. How? Boycott Colorado. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't like boycotts. I just never have liked boycotts. I haven't been back to Colorado for a long time, though. Again, I had a good time back in the uh, 70s when I was there. I, I don't know if I've been back since the 70s, as a matter of fact. But, you know, Colorado ain't what it used to be. N- no way. No way. 844-500-4242. Happy holidays to you. MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever just in time for the holidays. Here's a great gift for you. Right now you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases for only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Want to give the perfect gift this holiday season? Give the gift of better sleep with MyPillow's extended money-back guarantee. They're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making these products the best for your family and friends. So, happy holidays to you. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. And get all your shopping done now while quantities last. I'm Howie Carr. Adding your two cents is easier than ever. Call Howie at 844-500-4242 or text the word Howie followed by your message to 617-213-1066. He's Howie Carr. So, supposedly, over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates are going to be named in court documents that will be unsealed in the first few days of next year, January 2024, about two weeks from now. Over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates. My question is, how many of those 177, that's the exact number, of Jeffrey Epstein's associates who partied with him or had some kind of involvement in his uh, his debauchery, depravity, high crimes, misdemeanors, how many of them do you think are Trump supporters? And how many of them do you think are Biden supporters? I'm going to guess it's about probably 90% are Democrat Biden supporters, big money people. So it's going to be an unhappy new year for a lot of Joe Biden supporters and a handful of Trump supporters, I'm sure, but mostly it's a 
it's going to be a Biden supporter problem if they release those names. Same with the 28 names of the Johns in the uh, Cambridge brothel case, Cambridge uh, and uh, Northern Virginia brothel cases that brought by the feds uh, with all the high-profile uh, politicians that are worse, were getting, buying sexual services from prostitutes. So politicians in Massachusetts, are they more likely to be Democrats or Republicans? Are they more likely to be Trump supporters or Biden supporters? I think, I think we know the answer. 844-500-4242. Patrick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Patrick. Hey, Howie, one of the, one of the things the founders were most worried about was a legislature that would strip people of their rights, uh, you know, without allowing presentation of evidence. It's right. That's what the Bill of Rights is all about. That's right. It's in the Bill of Rights, and it's called the Bill of Attainder. And that's, remember that they were talking, in the summer of 2021, they were talking about the Senate taking away, taking Trump off the ballot, and then they discovered what they, they, they discovered that they couldn't do it. So they tried to, now they're just trying to outsource it to state courts. Right. Now, now what we have is just a judicial bill of attainder where he's being stripped of his rights without without uh, the benefit of trial. Yeah. And and the the people who are the people who, who are doing this are saying that they are saving democracy. They would save democracy by denying the electorate the right to choose the candidate that they prefer. How was this any different than in Vietnam when they asked the officer why they burnt down the uh, village in South Vietnam? And he said, we had to destroy the village in order to save it. So the Democrats are willing to destroy democracy in order to save it. Any time they lose an election, it's it's a threat to democracy in their in their opinion. This is, you know, Brandon always says this is not your father's republic or your grandfather's Republican Party. This is definitely not your father's Democrat Party. It may be your great great grandfather's party, the ones who wanted to, uh, who fired on Fort Sumter in South Carolina to keep their slaves, who assassinated Abraham Lincoln in a fit of pique, who set up the Ku Klux Klan, who uh, installed Jim Crow throughout the uh, throughout the South. That's the Democrat Party that we have today. John, you're next with Howie Carr. Not much time left, John. Go ahead, quickly. No time. We don't have time, John. Sorry. We'll, we'll take some more calls when we come back. 844-500-4242. We have some uh, Kamala Harris sound, too. Boy, it's, she, she was uh, emboldened by the fact that she ended up uh, one point ahead of uh, Joe Biden in a, uh, in a poll. So she decided to go on MSNBC with another, uh, another dim bulb by the name of O'Donnell. I'm Howie Carr. 